Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. This week, we have ended our dry spelt, or spelled during quarantine, and we are coming back with new episodes. And we have sadly taken way too long to figure out how to do this over Skype or FaceTime, but we'll see how this works out. I got high hopes, though. I think but it's be great. we got everyone back. Everyone's healthy, I hope. Yes. We got Beer, Johnny, and Nick. Um, how's everyone do- yeah. How's everyone doing in quarantine life? Um, yeah, for me, it's pretty boring. Um, I was one of the 25 million people or whatever got laid off. So, um, so it's been me looking for jobs and staying inside. It's not, it hasn't been too bad. A lot of people complain, but you know, I don't mind it. I get to watch a lot of, uh, sports highlights. The, the negative though is no sports still. Oh, well, yeah. We got the draft this week, though. Yes. That is true. Let's go. (laughs) Something to look forward to. Some movement. Johnny and Nick, how you been holding up? Been good. Over at Wayne Manor with beer, just hanging out. Got three other roommates, so always something to do. And little Leo running around, too. But, uh, yeah, no. uh, Every day is just seeming very similar to the last. And, you know, halfway there. We got it. Yeah, I saw a really good meme yesterday where it was like SpongeBob after one of his like bad days jellyfish and when he comes home all sad. And it's like me entering my room after a long day of being in the living room. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. That's, That's good. Yeah. How you been doing, Nick? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, now that the weather is a little bit warmer and the sun's been out the last few days, that's been a huge help. Like uh, there was like, a couple like when we got the the snow last week, there was definitely some of those days where I was just like, "Fuck this!" Like it, <laughs> I I can't even go outside even for a walk or just out on my balcony. So now that it's sunny and now that it's looking like there's um you know winter's past and everything, I'm I'm feeling a little bit better. So other than that, just you know, day to time kind of thing. I'm uh, I'm doing good over. Um, the Lord's is rough. My new favorite thing is I check both. Not every day, but like every other day to see, cause you know, people still get a bet on something. Check what they're betting on. And it is gold. Like I haven't touched anything, but it is great. I saw, um, they were doing the, they're like esports is huge. Mm-hmm. They have like some racetracks going, but the esports are killing me because I got confused one time because the the name of a team I thought was the game they were playing. They were like um, the Gore Monsters. And I thought that was like, oh, this must be some like PC game that I've never heard of. And so I was like, dude, a lot of people was betting on like the Gore Monsters. Like I thought it was like, do you play like a really hard computer game? I don't know how this shit goes. <laughs> but like the live betting on esports seems like the most intense gambling I've ever seen. Cause how the hell do you live bet esports? I get football. You got this first half over and under, you got the second half, you know, you got the live over. But it's like if I see the gore monster is getting crushed in the first whatever of Call of Duty, do they like hammer the under on the other side? Like I don't know what I'm doing. You, think, you yeah, don't know their stats. Be, you don't know, yeah. You don't, don't know if they're gonna come back or anything. And I you know Games like Rocket League, I could see getting some big support. I mean, it's like basically a sports game itself, and 
It's like you're shooting a ball into a goal, got points, you're probably doing some over-unders on that, and halftime live betting. Like, I can see it. But who the hell knows these teams? I like I it was a huge business, but who like like did anyone so, know of the gore monsters? There are websites that uh that have like power everything, dude. You'd be surprised seriously. But I'm talking about the average like sports gambler that now has to be forced into esports. Because oh. you know there's a guy from New Jersey with like a Giants hat on and like or Jets hat or some shit. And is like looking at this like World of Warcraft thing and being like, how the fuck do I bet this? Yeah, so everyone's got to have something to gamble on. And so it looks like esports is the next hottest thing. But me personally, I've just been playing some video games. I'm trying to exercise more. We got a nice little weight bench over here taking walks. I've learned that walking by yourself is fucking awful. Um, it's <laughs> terrible. I hate it. Um, and then when you're walking and someone runs by you, you just feel like a piece of shit. So that always sucks. Um, me and John are doing fine. We got our office spaces, but I agree with what you said. Cause it's weird. Cause I sit by the window and those first couple days where it was raining or snowing or just gloomy, I'd be like, Oh my God, I feel like this day's taking forever. And then a little sun comes out and I, I, I open the, I open the windows, turn the fan off. I feel good. It makes such a big difference. It's crazy. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we 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 got to talk about the elephant in the room. Sports. They're still dead. Nothing's on air. Um, I'm. I was doing okay. I'll be honest. I was doing okay until Masters weekend came up. Yep. That hit me hard, but I kind of did it to myself. So as soon as it was that Thursday, my genius thing was I rewatched all the highlights from Tiger's winning of last year. Oh, oh, yeah. Nice. And then I started, you know, doing practice swings with no club. I started bringing out the putter twirls, started <laughs> juggling a little bit. And I, and then like by Sunday, I just was like a shell of myself. I just sat on the couch. It just was so sad. <laughs> you set yourself up for disappointment. I know. Oh, it didn't help that it was a really nice weekend and that it was Easter weekend, uh, which, you know, that would have been perfect. Like, you know, get a nice Easter dinner in you and then, uh, you know, fall asleep on the couch with the Masters Sunday at the Masters on. So that was pretty upsetting. Dude, if you have just the Azalea, like, video with that music playing with a couple of calzones <laughs> in your stomach, you'll fall asleep five seconds flat. Hello, it's beautiful. What calzones? You're eating calzones for for Easter. So I'm extremely Italian. You know, I know, 100. Yeah. So our <laughs> our holidays are different, and I guarantee it's not the calzone you're thinking of. Calzones, calzones, calzones I'm are dough calzones right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's it's not that calzone. So our calzones are um, it's basically a pie. So it looks exactly like a pie, but inside all it is is ricotta cheese and sausage. Mm. So it's a sausage and cheese pie. That sounds delicious. That sounds Dude, wonderful. It's, yeah. it's it's really good. My grandma, rest her soul, she used to make them homemade, and she would always make like extra so we could take home a full one. Oh wow! But Can you send us a recipe or something? I, I wouldn't mind making that for myself. Dude, okay. We got time. Real quick, (laughs) let me tell you how women in my family cook. Um, There's no such thing as a recipe. They have recipes, but they're all bullshit. And I'm sorry, 
I know you're looking down, and I'm very apologized for what I'm about to say, but it's bullshit. It would just be like <laughs> you put in enough sauce, enough salt, the right amount of pepper. What the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, and it's like, I mean, they're 90. What are you going to do? But that's how they cooked. So I don't have a recipe, but I can give you what they got, where it's like, you know, the right amount of tomato sauce, put some tomato paste, put enough. Let's squeeze that. On the uh, on the carbonara that my grandma used to make, on the on the actual list she made down, it just says enough cheese. <laughs> that's just actually enough. for cheese. That's appropriate. That yeah, that makes yeah. sense for yeah, cheese. I like that. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not a big cheese guy, so enough cheese. I don't know what that means. How cheesy do you want? It's like I don't enough. like a cheese. Like, yeah. You see, just like enough cheese. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's enough for Eric. When you know, you know. <laughs> That was He's a brick his, of cheese. Just, you know, oh. it's enough. Beer's got his hands out like a, a yeah. foot apart. Yeah, that's enough. Right, just enough. It's yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, what did you guys do for Easter? It must have been weird. I don't know if you were able to see your families, but it was. I wasn't able to. It was a little strange. Yeah, I, uh, so I went home because the day before Easter, it was my mom's birthday. And my mom like was like, you're coming home. Um, so went home, brought like a bunch of German food and like, that was nice. And then I went home like Easter morning and it was just weird, right? It's just a little strange, quiet. Um, yeah, just felt like another day in quarantine, to be honest. Yeah. I ended up going home too. It was my mom's birthday on the day of Easter, actually. So I went for a few days. Uh, but yeah, just my mom having church like on a YouTube screen, just listening to church live, tuning in and cooking. But yeah, it was weird. It was kind nice. of strange. Listen to this. So I talked to, so I wasn't able to go home. So I called my parents in the morning and, um, I was talking to my mom. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird not going to mass, right? She goes, oh, I watched mass, but it was strange. Like there was no social distancing. People were getting up for, um, you know, the host and everything, a communion. It was, it was crazy. My dad just chimes in. He goes, what are you talking about? It was last year's mass. It had 2019 in the corner the whole time. <laughs> she watched it for the hour and 30 minutes, not realizing that it was taped last year. And so my wow. mom's like, okay, so really I'm a weird. good She's like, okay, I just found out that it's the real ones on at noon. I already watched last year's. I got the gist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's really similar, you know? <laughs> I was laughing so hard because she's like, there were so many people there. My dad's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's Nick, what were you able to do? Um, I went home for uh, like four or five days actually before Easter, like that previous Saturday. I just went home and my sister came home as well. And so the four of us were, um, were home. And then I came back to Chicago like that Thursday before Easter. So we kind of more or less had Easter celebrations and like time together as a family before that. So that that was good. And that was nice to be home for a few days and drink good wine and just let my parents cook for me. Um, so yeah, it, it, that was a good reprieve and what I thought at the time was halfway through quarantine, which obviously is no longer the case. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like a sh pretty shit of a son. Um, I didn't go home. <laughs> I stayed here. We had a little germ circle Easter. It was just me, <clears throat> excuse me, me, Kayla, John, his girlfriend, and then John's sister. And she makes the greatest muffins. She made a muffin with lemon and real blueberries in them, but she uses like the rock. I don't know if it's rock sugar, 
but it's like pretty like decent size yeah. like squares of sugar on top where you know just looking at it and it, it like twinkles back at you and you're like oh yeah <laughs> you're not good for me but i'm gonna eat you um we had some like foods like that it was different because i didn't have any italian foods but i don't even know why i'm complaining because i was supposed to be at coachella so oh boy th- that that stunk and then coachella did a nice little uh hey i know that you should be here right now but to make it better, here's a documentary of all the best moments of the last 20 years. <laughs> so I watched that and just was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I feel like that doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just watching it. It's like the first thing is just like a pan of like the big Ferris wheel with like the sun setting in the background. I'm like, dope. And I looked outside. I was like, it's supposed to snow tomorrow. Great. So, so I had one of those. Um, but, but overall, it was good. We played some Jackbox. I don't know if you guys have ever played this game, but it's called Blockus. I've heard no. of it. It's like Tetris, but it's on a board. And it's like you're playing against all the other people, and it's like you got to try to fit all your pieces, but they're like Tetris pieces. So it's like an L, a straight line, you know, a couple of weird ones. And you have to like fit them all on this board before all the other people do. Mm. And. It was okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been a lot, been a okay. lot of quiplash and um, Cards Against Humanity for us. We, Basically, we every, the, every Friday night. Every yeah. Friday night, 5.30, we had that Zoom party. And we I think last time we were doing quiplash a lot. And like, and then we did the Cards Against Humanity website. That was very, very, very good. Ooh, so, that's a good idea. Yeah. We might have to do that yeah. this week. Yeah, that's awesome. We've been doing uh, the bars around Chicago are still doing virtual trivia. So we've been doing that a couple nights. We came in 16th out of 369 one night. Then we haven't even touched like the 100 since, but I'm proud of that one time. I feel That's like impressive. doing it remotely would just encourage cheating even more than it already is, you know? Yeah, like, how could they not cheat? Yeah, just so have the, a separate tab up for Google and just Google everything. It's the honor system, but like every time I – so we didn't cheat once. But you, there was like some questions that you were like, dude, unless it was like Slumdog Millionaire where it's like you somehow had like a real life interaction with this. Like, how the fuck would you know this? Um, yeah. But there's no prizes, so I don't even know. Why oh, I'm there's no money. OK, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess nobody's coming into a bar, so they wouldn't have prize money anyways. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you cheat in that, it's like you're just a loser, in my opinion. Right. Um. Let's talk draft. Let's go on a happy note. Sports are in a dead zone. We're in the sports apocalypse. But beer, beer wrote <gasps> 256 pages of no, draft that's, review. That's not mine. No, 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 no. That's the so the athletic is the uh, that sports best sports journalism. They're the best. Um, I subscribe to the athletic, and they released what they call the beast. It's their Dane Brugler is like their one of their. He's a former NFL scout. And he just did a full, like, went over all the prospects. Like, all the top 25 prospects at each position. All the prospects. So, like, and he has, like, breakdowns. So, I was, like, diving in there. Uh, there's a lot of really, really, really neat info um, in there. Just about every player that you could want. Um, so, yeah. I, I diving in there. I'm excited. Thursday, Bears pick. Um, Bears don't pick on Thursday. Bears pick on Friday unless they trade up on Thursday. Um, Thursday is the first round, and then we got Friday and Saturday, all remote, and it's going to be kind of a shit show, and I can't wait because 
knowing the NFL, we'll see it just be a mess. So apparently Roger Goodell is like gonna do it from his basement. So I'm excited. Bears got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of positives and a lot of potential prospects. Really good draft. I, I like the prospects in there for us. Do you see any way Joe Burrow doesn't come off the board first? No. Neither do I. You'd no. be you so see anyone trading? I think he was already in like it was like already agreed upon between Burrow and the Bengals. Like they were already talking like after the fact. Yeah. And like they're not allowed to like work on a contract, but like they had come to an agreement beforehand. So it's done. That's okay. Um now we're I, I who's number two? Um Chase Young. Redskins oh, are on the yeah. Redskins are on the clock now. So Chase Young. Don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. I don't care how many good pass rushes you have. Don't screw this up. Take Chase Young. Like Dude, he is so after with him, I, I see some people saying like, oh, like Tua could possibly sneak up there as their pick. Mm-hmm. My thing is you saw what happened last year with having a mediocre quarterback with Garoppolo, having a crazy dominant defensive line. Mm-hmm. How do you pass up on a generational player like Chase Young? Because I personally think just from his highlight reel and stats from Ohio State, he's better than both the Boses. Whoa. Those yeah, <laughs> but it's like both poses. You can't you can't skip them. Yeah, no. Uh, Chase Young is um, he's legit. He's like as close to Khalil Mack I've seen coming out of college um, since Khalil Mack. So I mean, he's got they. What there's a guy that broke him down, and I like the analogy is that he has the techni- technician ability of like Joey Bosa, where like he's like and the size where he's a little bit bigger. He's got long arms, so he doesn't have like the Joey Bosa doesn't have the power. He's just really good. He has a really high floor, kind of a lower ceiling type player. Um, but like Chase Young, like has all that technic- technical ability. And he's like the biggest fucking dude on the field and like the strongest dude on the field. So he's like, he has no limitations. This guy has just sky's limit. He, he dominated. If you watch his highlights, he looked like a man amongst children out there. Destroying yeah. top tier tackles that are going into this draft, literally manhandling them. Like guys from your Iowa, your Iowa tackle is like one of the best ones in the draft. Like he's throwing around, like it's just crazy. This dude's a giant. Yeah. Um, who who's got three? The Dolphins, right? Dolphins got three. Um, Dolphins just need to take two, right? Is that worth? I'm guessing that's that should be the move, right? Unless that's what I'm thinking. Unless they don't take Chase Young number two. Um. I don't know who that who else they take at number two, but um, if do you think if they don't take Chase Young, it will be as crazy as Danny Dimes getting drafted last year? Uh, you mean like Daniel Jones? Yeah. Um, if they don't take Chase Young, no, I don't think there's a player like that. I, I it was weird because Daniel Jones was being like looked at before the draft last year for the Giants. Everyone was like, oh, they want another Eli, but nobody expected him to take like the fourth pick or whatever yeah. that was. That was crazy. So um, I think, yeah, I think they take Tua. I think that's a simple pick there. I don't think they screw that up. Um, I don't know. I, I, I It's really, it starts to get messy because I think at number three and the number four, the Lions are actively trying to trade. So who knows what's going to happen there? Um, if they don't trade, I think they're going to take that corner, that freaking Okuda. From Ohio State. Did you guys hear oh. about that? Uh, where they asked him, um, I think I might have told you guys, but they asked him about uh, during the during the combine, and a reporter came up and he's like, "Well, what do you have to say about the uh, you know undisciplined play that you've had and you know being held against you to Okuda?" And he's like, "Undisciplined play." And he's like, "Yeah, like the penalties and that type of stuff." And he goes, 
Um, if you go and look, I actually never had a defensive holding or a defensive pass interference penalty this year. He's like, so go look at the tape. That's what he said. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, that dude is really, really good. So there's, and did there's they check the there's tape? Like, is it true? It is true. 100% true. It is true. true. <laughs> got, the guy just didn't fucking know who he was talking to. He oh, just asked man. the best corner prospect who didn't have a penalty, and he's like a clean slate dude wow. like about his undisciplined play when there's zero evidence of undisciplined play. Wow. So it's just uh, – yeah, it's uh, it's sad, but um, but no, he's gonna he's gonna do fine. I'm I'm, I'm proud. I, I think he's gonna do great. And then I think number five, I forget who's number five, but I think at that point you're gonna see a bunch of trade ups. That's what I imagine. Um, lots of good wide receivers in this draft. Like, there's guys in the top, like they rate their top 100. They've got guys have like 18 wide receivers in the top 100 of their 100 players. So it's crazy. Um, so we could definitely snag one. <laughs> Uh, O-line is okay Tight end's a little bit weaker of a class um, The Dane Brugler guy rated um, Adam Troutman to be the Number one tight end over Cole Kmetz So I mean at that point we'll see Especially after the Bears got rid of Trey Burton So I, I envision them taking a tight end in the second Oh yeah and brought in that monster Jimmy Graham monster. I was thrilled <laughs> Who knows though because we traded Burton and then Gronk just got traded to the Dolphins. No, Dolphins. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have OJ Howard sitting there on a rookie deal. Like, we could trade for him too. So, I mean, that's also an option. I'd trade a fourth for him who says no. So, yeah. How do you guys guys feel about the Trey Burton trade? I was very, very happy. We released him, yeah. Or release, yeah. Well, apparently it was due to his, he failed his physical. So like again, what? so he's, how so? He's just he had another like from his, his injuries. Yeah, he's he couldn't clear. Yeah. So then they released him, and they I think they're cleared from the cap, but like he still gets paid for like an injury. But it sucks. Oh, like sucks geez. for him. But like he was good in 2018 before he got injured. So I don't know. All right, before we get off the draft, I got two questions. One, who do you want the Bears to pick? We'll start with this. Okay. Well, right now. Okay. Uh, so first, uh, I'll go down a list that I, in no order. I don't know what, what they're going to do. I want them to trade back in the second, acquire more picks, so we can like take players in the third and stuff. Um, so at quarterback, I mean, I've said it before many times, Anthony Gordon, I freaking love that dude. His analysis is really good. He's like a former baseball player. He throws like a baseball player. He looks like a shortstop when he's throwing, when he's throwing the ball. It's like different angles and stuff. Uh, his weaknesses are that he's a little bit inexperienced, which he's not going to start right away. He plays in like an air raid, which is, I mean, that's not a negative now. Um, so I, I like him a lot. He's got a freaking cannon of an arm. Um, his weaknesses are just like his mechanics. He slow feet and pocket presence sucks. Um, let's see what else I got. A tight end. Um, I like, I like Cole Komet. I think we both agree, Nick. Yes. Um, we both like Cole Komet. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I'm a bit yeah, of a homer uh, being a Notre Dame fan, and he's from Chicago. I mean, he went to Vider, uh, so he you know, is kind of Midwest born and bred, but everything you read about the guy is just like he's got the size already, he's got great hands, and he's an incredibly hard worker. He played two sports and was a double major in college, which might not mean much, but it just means he's a fucking go-getter, and he's NFL ready, so I... I'm biased because I'm a Notre Dame fan, but I think they would be dumb not to take him. Nick, I don't know if you saw this, but if you check my wall, 
Oh, wow. Got the Notre Dame flag and then right below it, I got my Notre Dame rug. Oh, wow. Lovely. Yeah, big Notre Dame fan. Love that. Um, Okay, is there any sleepers in this draft that you think could go late first round, early second round that would shock people? Like shock people negatively or shock people positively? Or like positively? Either or. Like, like how player. Danny Dimes went six overall last year, people were like, "What the frog? What the hell just happened?" You yeah. think there's going to be any of those moments? I think um, everyone says like Joe Burrow and Tua are going to be the only people in the top ten, probably the top fifteen. People don't trust Herbert. People don't trust Jordan Love. I envision this happening like the 2017 Mitch Trubisky thing, where all these guys who are projected to be like second, second round picks, like are going to go in the top fifteen. So I think like. We're going to see a trade-up. Justin Herbert's going to get taken. And then I could see Hurts going at – or not Hurts. Um, Jordan Love going at, like, I don't know, 12, 15. And then, like, guys like Jacob Easton and Jake Fromm could be, like, first-rounders too. And that's, like, crazy because they're not – that not should not be drafting the first. But because they're QBs, they're going to – we're, we're going to be surprised because I think someone's going to trade up and take um, – uh, one of my biggest things, though, I, I really do think Justin Herbert is going to get taken over Tua because of the injury. Like, I think that's going to be a shocker, too. So, I that think would be crazy. Gonna, it would be crazy. It would be really freaking dumb. But, but yeah, I think that's going to be big. Um, let me see who else. What else do I like? I, I have a feeling, see, nobody. whenever anybody trades up and, like, kind of reaches for a tackle, everyone's okay with it. But um, other than that... I could see who would be a guy that would fall. I, you know, I, I would be another, another QB thing is that what if Tua like falls like an Aaron Rodgers thing? Like that's like, that's what I have a feeling about too. Is that like, if he gets overlooked just because of his injury, which I, people might be scared of, but of all the other players, I think everyone's kind of okay. I'm not going to be the big surprises are the QBs. So if any of the top 18 wide receivers go in the first two rounds, first three rounds, like, like that's going to be normal. Like it's just, uh, I think the, the wild thing too, is that what I think we might see as well is because there's so limited tight ends, you'll see like one player go in the second. And then like right after there's going to be another tight end. And then someone's going to trade off and take another tight end. Like it's going to like ding, ding, ding. All the good players will be gone like really fast because you see that a lot. Of, there'll be runs on positions because people are worried about them losing their opportunity. So. Yeah, no, I like this. I like this draft a lot. This is gonna be a fun, fun Thursday, fun Friday, fun Saturday uh, to watch some uh, some sports. All right, before we get to timeout, let's take a moment of silence for the XFL. R.I.P. R.I.P. Once a dragon, yeah. always a dragon. Yeah, I want to say I thank the XFL so much for giving us content, excitement on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> A team to root for, of course. We picked one of the last place teams, but I do. I'm sad that it's gone. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even just joking about that. I am actually sad that it's over with. Me too. What do we think? Any competition likelihood? is good competition. Yeah. What yeah. Do, what do you think? Yeah, likelihood? I was actually enjoying it. Yeah. What do you think likelihood of it coming back next year? Assuming you know Corona and everything is is stabilized. Oh, zero percent. So. I'm sure yeah. they lost so much money. Yeah, I think they did. They did basically everything right. So I think they need to take a look at what they did and take notes because I think they they will. But I don't think it'll be the same teams. I think it'll be a brand new league again. And I think it'll be in like two or three years. Um, 
I think they're all their assets. I think are going to get sold and stuff too. So we'll see. I, I think the 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 likeness of all the teams and the players and the coaches and stuff won't be there. But I think we'll see another friend league in the next two or three years when this thing rebounds. Yeah, I could see that. All right, let's get into timeout. Timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. So this week on timeout, since we haven't talked about any food stuff, also we're not really going out to eat. The food one that I'm going to bring up is: Has anyone utilized that like a bunch of like fancy or high end restaurants who normally don't deliver are delivering now? Didn't we do that, Johnny? Yeah, we did it with. Besides Oshaval, uh, there's one other. Uh, Dude, you were able to get Oshaval delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. It was unreal. It's the first time yeah, I ever had it. Damn. Ah, yeah. Anything else? I saw like Sapori Tutoria was delivering anywhere in like a 20 mile radius or something crazy like that. I saw that uh, Alinea. Yeah, Alinea. Yeah. Alinea, yeah. It's like cook, There's... cooking instructions so you can like properly heat it up in your home and everything like that. Yeah. We tried that uh, at the very, very beginning, but there was a wait list of like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, you would put in like whatever time of day you wanted to get it. Uh, but every slot was like things like thir- 15 slots a day, all backed up for three weeks. I can only imagine how it is now. Yeah, I'm trying to do my part. And it's like if I order out, I want to get something local and not like a chain. Um, I got Art of Pizza a couple of times. We did Little Walk. But I haven't gotten any place that ha- hasn't delivered before. And I'm a little sad about that. But uh, what my plan is, is there's a ramen place by me called Strings, and it's probably the best ramen I've had in the city. And they just started delivering, which is hilarious because that they're, they're at the end of my block. Mm-hmm. But they don't do pickups. You can't pick it up. You can only get it delivered. So I'm going to get it delivered. I'm going to have <laughs> a guy walk like 35 feet plus and deliver me it. Strings Ramen Shop. Yeah, I know it's going to be hot. That's good at least. Is that the place yeah, right underneath cold. the train? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there before. It's good. I like it. Delicious. What do you think about it, Nick? Is it good? Uh, fantastic. Less, uh, I will actually, it might have been a diff- under a different name when I used to live on Roscoe because it's right on Roscoe, right underneath the, the train right there. And I think it was like maybe like Paul's Noodle Shop or something like that at the time. I think it's maybe changed names or ownership. And it was pretty good back then. So Ooh, that was like five or six years now. ago. Yeah, and what great. I like is you could get a lot of their spice, like their level like four, five, six, and seven, like the hell spices or whatever they call them. You could get that on the side and like add it into your own. I normally get the level four. It's a little, it's a little. I get the spicy pork and scallop, and oh my god, is it good? It sounds really good right now. Yeah, it's and I'm really, really hungry. hungry. We're doing breakfast burritos for dinner tonight. I'm pretty excited. Um, but one of the funniest things that I thought of, or not that I thought of, I read was it was like someone posted on instagram but it was someone's twitter and said wow i can't wait for this is this to all be over where i could sit down at a restaurant and just hear someone say "Ooh, could i start you guys off with some apps (laughs) i want that i miss like going to restaurants like going to a restaurant like having a meal with friends i think we've talked about this like as we're getting older how much more fun that is Mm -hmm. and i'm missing that now like going out with friends like to a bar I'm not missing that too much because I feel like we got these Zoom meetings and it's kind of the same thing. 
Yeah, I don't um, know if you guys remember when we did our, our rank a few weeks ago, right before Lent, I said the hardest thing for me to give up during Lent would have been going out to eat with friends, and mm-hmm. that's essentially what the the virus has forced. So it's I had that realization the other day. It's been pretty rough, but, you know, I'm getting through it. <laughs> Extended Lent for you, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next one I had is, I don't know if anyone's been seeing, but they've been protesting the stay-at-home. Or the stay at home. Oh yeah. man! Like there's a bunch right. of signs. So yesterday, someone posted on Facebook and said the hundred, the top 100 worst signs that I saw, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, wow, these are terrible. A lot of people are really stupid, but <laughs> I saw one. I came across one where I was like, they got a point, and it was don't take my golf season away. <laughs> and I was like, I agree with that one. separate or like spread out the tea times. Let me go out and play. That's the only thing keeping me together. I've had to cancel trips, you know, sports aren't on. And I'm literally like, if my golf, it's because we don't live in a place where we play the year round. If my golf season gets canceled, Mm -hmm. I plan on at least 48 hours in my bed, crying while listening to Tiger Woods, just like hit a golf ball. I will drive down South where they clearly have no, consideration for any of the laws that are happening and tee off i need i need one round are you kidding me i mean build a golf course (coughs) only us could go if you build it we will come literally only we only us don't tell anyone else we have a foursome in this podcast we can only go (laughs) yeah this this protest is hilarious to me and i was telling nick before this um, the, the part that I rack, like keep going back and forth in my brain about is how like all these statistics come out and it's basically like if you're healthy, if you're young, you would basically have like a 0.02% chance of actually dying from this. And then I'm like, Ooh, that sounds good. Ain't going to die. Got to keep living. However, it's like, if you get it and you keep like going out, cause like the two weeks of no symptoms, you have like an 85% chance of giving it to someone. And it's like, that's where it's like. Uh, the yeah. bumper. Yeah. Cause it's like, dude, if they really do open up everything back to normal and I, and I want to get your guys opinion on this, but I'll bring it up after it's like, you don't know who has predetermined or like preexisting conditions. Like when you go out to a bar, so it's like, right. You, you make a sneeze, it goes in the air, someone breathes it in, they get in, they get really sick. That's where I was like, that's what we got to like, not let happen. Cause then you would just feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. And the other thing it's like, Everyone, including myself, was like, oh, man, it really can't be that big of a deal. But if one of my family members or one of someone I know got it and got, like, actually to the point where they were, like, being hospitalized, put on a ventilator, I know 100% my whole opinion on this would change where it's like, stay in your house. I'd be, like, outside with a mask on, like, whistleblowing people. Like, coppers got to come over here to Belmont Avenue. We got some rascals out front. Bring them in jail. Yeah, I mean – I, I might have a personal bias here, but uh, since the last time we talked, it's kind of funny. Um, I can say this now because Jenny posted it on Facebook, but she actually got so she got deployed to Boston to go support their hospitals out there because she's in the Army Reserves and she's a nurse. So she just got like told, "You can't work at Mayo. We're taking you." And so she's been in Boston working, um, supporting this hospital, and she has, I think, twenty patients to her and a medic, and it's all COVID nineteen patients. She has to wear like PPE all day. Works five days on, one day off, and then five days again. So it's just – and so when I see people say they're going to open up the country, I'm like, 
holy Mom shit. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you are, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like Jenny is dying there and you're talking about opening it up. You think it's okay? Like, so that's like why I'm like, no, like just come on. Like, so I'm a little personally, I have a personal bias there about that. So, but that's like um, exactly what I said. As soon as you know, someone actually like working on it, like Kayla's mom just started actually testing for it, like at her hospital. Mm-hmm. It's like, as soon as this shit happens, you'd like start thinking like shit, this stuff might not affect me, but it's like, I get spread it to someone that ruins them. It's not mm-hmm. like they just get the mild symptoms. They bounce back in a couple of weeks. It's like, no, this, and it might sound overly dramatic, but you never know. You could, you know, ha- lead someone to lose their life. And who wants to ever do that? And exactly. is going out to a bar or going out to a restaurant really worth it? I don't think so. Yes. I'm not saying though that the people don't have some decent points where they talk about like the economy, but it's like, if you're talking about, those are the people that are like, you're going to put us in our houses for three years. It's like, dude, it's not going to be three years. No. It's going to be three years, years if you leave right now. And that's exactly. You're only yeah. making it worse. Exactly. Yeah. If we get a um, surge because people open up the, their states, it's going to be like, holy shit. Like, come on. That's exactly why. Yeah. I mean, the craziest thing for me is, so our friend Andy, um, you know, how he lives in San Francisco, he lives on the beach. And it's like, sometimes I'll be FaceTime with him. He's like, check this out. And he just shows me the beach and it's packed. And then the next day, you see, like, the San Francisco governor, like, stay in your homes. We just got 200 more confirmed cases. It's like, I don't understand. It's like, yeah, it's not ideal. No one wants to always be cooped up in their home. But it's like, why don't people get it? It's like, how is having, like, a couple hours of fun at the beach worth, like, possibly extending this as little as a week? You know, it's like even an extra week that we could have had back. Like, wouldn't you want everyone to be back enjoying this, not just you? Well, I think mm-hmm. that I think that's it. I think it's really difficult for us, first of all, to know how long it's going to, how long quarantine is going to last because it keeps getting extended, and because rightfully so, the leaders have to have to see how things are going before they can determine whether or not things are going to get extended. And then you think you have to think and you think more short term. You think, well, if I can just do this right now, it'll make me feel really better and that's not going to have an impact long term and there's no way to kind of rectify those two there's no way to say like hey for every hour i spend outside in a public place on a beach where i shouldn't be it's going to extend quarantine by another two weeks like if we had that quantified nobody would go outside but nobody would do anything but we don't because it's so hard to tell Mm. yeah no i completely agree the one thing that i wanted to ask you guys for is this is just how i'm thinking even if right now like obviously hypothetical if they said okay everything's back to normal i really don't think for most of the people out there that they're gonna rush out i almost think it's gonna be like a trickle effect like Mm -hmm. even if this goes for like another month and they say like hey you know cases are severely down deaths have completely stopped everywhere you can come out of your homes we're gonna open up restaurants i don't see a bunch of these places being packed no, I think people will be a little concerned and yeah. it'll take a little bit. It's going to be a, you'd see a, a lot of masks. Rollout. It's going to be a slow rollout, a lot of masks. Um, a lot of places are going to be at, still at like 50% uh, capacity where they won't, they just can't fit that many people. Even if it, they do say like it's safe, that no one, there's going to be this looming effect in everyone's mind that, well, is it really? So, oh, guys, I totally right. agree. Yeah, I just keep thinking in my head, it's like, really, if they opened it up right now and they said you could go outside, you can go to a restaurant, I'd be like, mm, I'll order takeout. 
Yeah, most we'll certainly. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but back on a lighter topic, this guy is doing what everyone in quarantine has thought about doing. He went to his local bar restaurant and he like did a little peep, saw no one was there in Connecticut. He went in there. He stayed for four days, just pouring himself <laughs> drinks, looking <laughs> his favorite menu item, and he was just eating and drinking. And wow. the only way he got caught is the manager is like he checks in like once a week just to you know make sure everything's okay. And he like walked in. He was like, "What the hell? A lot of our stuff's gone. It's almost like a guy's been eating three square meals here for four days and drinking." And they found him. It was like a normal guy too, not like a homeless guy or something. But they found this guy with a bottle of just their wine that they don't sell. <laughs> but dude, I've been thinking a lot of crazy stuff like this. I was like, man, wouldn't it be nuts if you just like snuck into a movie theater, turned it on, you just had like all of your thing, getting up, moving to different seats throughout the movie? Yep. <laughs> He's accused of uh, drinking or stealing around 70 bottles of liquor. <laughs> oh, over the course of over the course of four days so. 70 in four Jeez. days wow <laughs> dude how like you gotta imagine like, this guy must have been so bored at home where he's like okay man i haven't been to like kincaids in so long um i'm gonna just go over there i, I gotta have these nachos i gotta go make them it's dollar beer night <laughs> i like that he took stuff to go. Yeah. Like, I'm taking it. You, you just had four days of gluttony. It's like you couldn't have left the bottle of wine behind. Like that that's you being greedy. I I it's almost like, I almost think it's crazier that he, he broke in and he just stayed there. Like in stayed. my mind, if I <laughs> yeah. if I break into a place, it's like, okay, let me grab a couple bottles of things and then I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm not coming back because I'm I don't know want to shake my chances. This guy fucking is like, Yeah, I'm staying here. I'm I'm yeah. staying as long as I fucking day can. Two, He's like, all right, this is where I live now. <laughs> Dude, right. Like, like, he's like, wow, nobody's, nobody's getting I feel good. Let's do it. Beer, I thought the same thing. I thought that the first night he got in there, he had like one too many, laid down on a, like a, like in a, in a bench, right. you know, the padded booth, and just fell asleep and woke up. And he's like, no, one's, no one came? And he's like, I'm going to see how far I could go. Just, that that is hilarious to me. I can't believe someone did that. Like everyone's going stir crazy at home, but this is like someone someone acted on it. Like that's yeah. crazy. A little vacation. <laughs> yeah. His mugshot is of him slightly smirking. It's actually kind of funny. Dude, imagine that story in like five years. When they're like, yo, Mark, like remember your bender? He's like, let me tell you about it. And like, you know that guy's gonna tell that story a million times. <laughs> they're gonna Grandkids are going to ask him what he did during quarantine. Oh, yeah. I got arrested. I broke into a bar. <laughs> Grandpa, did you stay in your house the whole time? Glad you asked. I went down the street, broke in, had about 70 bottles of wine. Then I left, forgot I had one in my pocket, got picked up. <laughs> I got arrested. Um, all right, let's get into the rank. So this week's rank, we're going to keep it on quarantine talk. That's, you know, that's pretty much all we can talk about. I'm pacing in my room right now. Um, so this is going to be... very distracting. <laughs> I'm sorry. You haven't stopped moving the entire time. Well, dude, I was like, what are you doing? I sit all day for work, man. I can't just sit all day right now. Usually I had to like walk around the city. But um, all right, the rank is going to be the top four things to do in quarantine. 
All right. Let's have beer. Start us off. All right. Break, so, breaking into a restaurant, number one. <laughs> I, now I'm like, shit, I got to redo all of this now. Okay, so number four, um, I think the number four thing to do in quarantine, if you have a backlog of TV shows and shit that you always wanted to watch, get it done. Get it done. This is the time. So if you've like always wanted to check out Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad or something random, like Lost, dude, you got time. It's not ending for at least like another month. You got time. Um, Tiger King. Tiger King. Get, get <laughs> caught up. So that's my number four backlog. So we, what we're watching is a lot of like recently we were watching a lot of World War II stuff. We finished Band of Brothers. We watched Pacific. And then we watched uh, – we're in the middle of watching The Plot Against America. We have the last episode to watch still. It aired yesterday. That's all pretty good. Um, and then number three, I have the NFL Game Pass free version. So I go back and I watch whatever games and I look at highlights and stuff because I'm a nerd. Um, really fun watching the 2011 Bears and like young Cuddy, like try, like, like seeing his confidence slowly fade away throughout the year. It's really fun. Um, and then number two, um, like you were saying, Joe, lots of video games. It's like, what else? Like we don't have, we can't go outside. Like, so we've been playing lots of games and stuff over here. We try to get rock band going, but, uh, like it's like one problem after another with the rock band. It's just uh, really, it's just really old. Like so, I've got to we've got to like fix all the corroded crap on it. But yeah, so video games, and then number one, I'm gonna say the Zoom happy hours on Friday. Those are the most fun. That's the the best thing to do is quarantine. Get a bunch of people on there. We always do a power hour every single happy hour. So it's just like we're all drinking and we're all hammered at the end. It's just so fun. Yeah. What about you guys? Um, I'll go. So number four, I was gonna say is exercise like i got it like as i'm moving right now i gotta like keep moving because i'm just stuck in the house go for a walk we got a weight bench in here if we got a bike at home peloton whatever ride that stuff you automatically feel better and i got a little spin zone it makes you have to shower it's really easy <laughs> to just wake up and be like what do i gotta shower for i'm not gonna see anyone today you get a little sweat going. You start smelling your armpits or something. You're like, oh, my God, I got a shower. Number four – or I'm sorry, number three um, is – I know what you're thinking. We took like five weeks off. I still can't get the numbers right, and you're damn right. Number three, <laughs> I got um, watch movies and TV shows. I'm right, right there with beer. Um, mm-hmm. Binging is totally in, and it's totally acceptable. <laughs> encouraged almost yeah yeah it's always in but now it's yeah acceptable that's the big difference we've been watching narcos mexico season two it's a banger it's awesome we watched uh, some of the highlight movies that if you haven't seen listening or you guys i would highly recommend is parasite parasite is one of my favorite movies i think i've ever seen it was insane fantastic um we watched we watched onward it's like the new Disney movie. Not bad. I watched Moana for the first time. Uh, no one told me that that whole movie is just banger songs. Yep. <laughs> um, didn't know that. So I wish someone would tell me that. Um, my number two is going to be video games. Video games are really easy and you get to talk to your friends if you have like Xbox Live or PlayStation Live or whatever it's called. It's like a good thing to like talk to people my brother just bought an xbox and he's really into warzone so we're like playing warzone with him and that's like it's crazy because he's 30 
And he's like, oh, my God, these games are crazy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 2020. Um, and then number one is going to be the Zoom meetings. Or we've been doing a lot of Google Hangouts. So Google Hang any of those, like, video meetings. But I like doing it when we play, like, Quiplash or a game. I like all that. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's like you kind of shoot the shit with your buddies and stuff, and it's fun. But also, the Zoom, um, it's really hard to get off if you want to, like, get off. Because where the hell are you going? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, I, it was like one of the first weekends I was, like, on one for, like, two hours. And then I got invited to another one. And it's like as soon as I was about to say goodbye, they're like, oh, we're going to start up another game of this. And I was like, oh, my God, how do I leave? Like, I can't just be like, hey, you guys are boring me now. I want to go to this other one. You know, but it's like, what am I doing? It's like, I can't wait, lie. Yeah. So that's a little hard. But that that's my top four. I'm keeping my sanity, practicing the golf swing, and playing some Rocket League. Very nice. I'll go next. Um, similar <laughs> similar ranks uh, to you guys in, in some respects. Uh, my number four is sleep. Uh, I've been sleeping up a f- fucking storm uh, this quarantine and particularly really enjoying the fact that, you know, most mornings it's like set the alarm for 6 or 6.30 to get out of bed, to be able to catch the train and get downtown for work and everything like that. But now it's just sleep and then roll right out of bed before getting to work. So like enjoy that time of like waking up and not immediately immediately having to get out of bed like it's a Saturday or Sunday morning in normal times. It has been really nice. Uh so that's a big one. Um number three, um uh, I originally had exercise but I changed it to just being outside. Like just being out outdoors in the sun, whether it's a walk, a run, uh I have a patio, so being out on the patio. Uh in the sun and getting sun on the body just makes me feel so much happier and so much better about everything. Um, like I was saying earlier, it was really, really bad when we had the snow and everything last week and I was really feeling down. So I'm very grateful just to, to be outside in any respect. Uh, number two, uh, music has been a big thing. Uh, listen, I've been listening to a lot of music. I've been playing a lot of music, playing guitar a lot, um, doing a little bit of recording here and there. Uh, my roommate also plays a lot of instruments, so he and I have been doing stuff, um, sitting out in our patio, playing guitar, things like that. Uh, really helps keep the spirits up um, and makes me forget about the fact that probably won't be going to very many concerts this year. Uh, hopefully at some point. Hopefully the concerts and the, the festivals that are planned are still going to go on uh, later on in the year, but who knows. Uh, and then number one, agreement with you guys, the FaceTime happy hour, uh, seeing all the buds, uh, all the friends, and making sure everybody's doing okay is great. In particular, two of the things that me and my friends have been doing that's been a lot of fun, uh, playing poker. Uh, so we found a place online called uh, donkhouse.com. Hey, that's where we're playing. That's where you're playing, too, yeah. No, where in, you can invite play. me. What, uh, what blinds you playing? Uh, we usually start off, um, $50 buy-in and then do 25, 50 cent blinds, but then we pretty quickly like up it to 50 cent dollar blinds, uh, and just, uh, as many buybacks as you want. So like, usually there's somebody who gets out in like the first 10 minutes and then they buy back in and then they get it again. And they're like, should I buy back in again? $150? Like I'm not spending anything else right now. Uh, so that's been great, um, to do that. And it's free. That's what's good about Donk House. 
free. Um, so that's been pretty fun. And then last week we organized um, a uh, FaceTime dart uh, game with some some of my friends from home. I don't have a dartboard, but all my other friends do. So I just got to watch at least. Uh, but I'm going <laughs> to order one uh, on Amazon because it should be an essential item. Uh, and just having those kind of activities that you would normally be doing in person uh, via FaceTime while you know having some drinks uh, and everything is is great. And uh, I'm going to have to steal what Beer said and uh, do a power hour next week in my FaceTime happy hour. So very fun. Yeah. Nice. Johnny, what are you up to? Um, well, most of what I've been doing is streaming, just a lot of aggressive everyday streaming, Netflix, HBO, whatever, whatever. As Eric said, we're watching Plot Against Plot Against America, the specific Westworld, uh, Last Dance. We started watching that last night, the Michael Jordan mm-hmm. documentary. That was really awesome. awesome. Real quick, where can you watch it? Because I missed ESPN. it when it was live. On ESPN. Can I just be an app? I could just watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Go. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's so well done. And how many episodes are there, at, uh, Eric? There's two out right now, but they release two every week. Right. Yeah, they're releasing releasing two because they they have nothing else to to air, so it makes <laughs> sense. Um, but yeah, a lot of streaming, uh, exercising, uh, going home actually is awesome because. My parents have a treadmill downstairs. My sister has a trampoline in the backyard to practice my chip shot at least. Um, but yeah, a lot of running, just whatever you could do inside. Um, number two, a lot of cooking. I've been uh, a lot of infused cooking, a lot of uh, different techniques. Been trying out the sous vide, which is brand new, which Ooh, is nice. awesome. The like need- where you put it in water. Yeah, and it, it holds the temperature, like the exact temperature that you need it for whatever you're cooking. So it makes the best steaks. Um, it, it's really good. I'm going to order one. It's actually my friends that I used. Um, it's a lot of cooking, uh, which means a lot of eating. So that's good. And number one, uh, same as you guys, the Zoom happy hours, Quiplash, Cards Against Humanity. Just having something to do at the end of the week after just sitting in your room basically all week and you know getting to see everyone. We'll have like 12 people conferences and a lot, a lot of people talking, just talking over each other. But, you know, nice change of pace. Dude, that's so true. It's because you never like you're not really like watching everyone. You're just like, oh, I heard that second silence. I'm going to chime in. Yeah, um, exactly. A quick thing before we end. A funny thing about the last dance is everyone knows that John is not a big fan of sport ball. It's actually why we called it timeout sports ball. Um, his girlfriend asked him, oh, are you going to watch The Last Dance? And he ripped into her. He was like, what do I look like? I don't watch dance shows. That's some girl stuff. I'm not going to watch that. I'm a man. I'm going to watch like hunting shows. And she's like, oh, yeah, you really don't know anything about sports. Uh, Who do you about Michael think? Jordan. Who do you think you are? That was my favorite thing. And then um, a little story about going stir crazy right before we ended. I think you guys will find it funny. Um, I like sell shoes and stuff, as you guys know. And I stayed up or no, I woke up in the middle of the night on like last Wednesday and someone messaged me at 2 a.m. to buy these shoes. I thought so. He messaged me. He's like, hey, do they run or does it fit big? And I was like, I wear a 10 and a half and everything. I think it's true to size. You could go a half size up if you want. And then he responded back with, 
He's like, I'm five six. I don't know what that has to do. And I was like, what? It's like you're five six. Who the hell cares? So I was like, okay, what's your shoe size? And he's like, I'm an eight and a half. And I go, yeah, way too big. <laughs> and then I fall back asleep and I wake up in the morning and I realized it was not the shoes I was selling. It was a hoodie I was selling. So I woke up to a thing that just said, are we still talking about a sweater? And so I felt like a little dumb. And then I looked at his profile. He has three kids. He's like 40 years old. He seems like a really nice guy. And I just, looking back, I just ripped into this guy for how shitty his shoe size was and how small his feet are. Literally, he asked me if a sweater runs small. And I was like, oh, God. I got bigger feet than you. What size <laughs> shoes do you have? And he's like, I don't know what that has to do with anything. But I'm an eight and a half. And my only response was, yeah, way too big. With three Y's. <laughs> Such a day. <laughs> and you responded that at two in the morning? Yeah. And then I woke up and he's like, dude, are we still talking about a sweater? And then it's like, okay, how do I play this off? So I started playing it off and then like I had this like paragraph written out where he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I think that like shoe size is something to do with like what size you normally wear. And I just took it out. I was like, that's such a shitty lie. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm really sorry. I was like, I was half asleep. But I insulted this man. The guy asked me if it runs small. I just said, I have big feet, you have small feet, these are way too big for you, and you totally shouldn't have kids, I'm their dad now. So, that's it. That's beautiful. That's, I'll end that, so to end on a chipper note. But thank you everyone for listening, stay safe out there, if you're going to leave, wear a mask, follow the CDC rules, do whatever you got to do, let's get out of quarantine faster. So we get sports back and so we can start doing the podcast live again and I don't have to pace. Um, It's been good doing it with you guys. Good seeing you. I'm happy that everyone's healthy and safe. Can't wait to do it next week. Thank you all very much. Adios. See you guys.